AMA 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. So good to be with you today here on KFUO Radio. You can also find us here in St. Louis on 105.3 FM. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hi, Gary. What's on the top of your mind for our discussion today? Well, our listeners who live in the state of Missouri may be familiar with a couple of periodicals that are put up by the Missouri Department of Conservation. Wonderful magazines, colorful, very professionally produced. One's called Missouri Conservationist, and another is especially for kids called Explore, spelled X-P-L-O-R. And they're great resources that talk about nature, the outdoors, all kinds of plants and animals that you'll find in the state of Missouri. And very interesting. So if you're in Missouri and you don't already subscribe, they're free to Missouri households. So I commend them to you for uh, the interesting information they have. But they are not specifically Christian. And they do occasionally mention evolution Uh or millions of years and so forth. I've seen those magazines. And you're right. They're really nice periodicals, beautiful images and stuff like that. Actually, a guy I worked with in radio uh, many years ago, to over 30 years ago, uh, is the head of their PR publicity department. You'll see this guy I'm talking about uh, on TV a lot when they do a, a story about the conservation. So it's a great magazine. My father-in-law, he lives in Missouri, so we get to see his copies all the time. He actually saves them for us. Oh, they're beautiful. Very well done. And uh, what I'm going to talk about today is in the March 2023 issue of the Missouri Conservationist, there's an article about Missouri caves. It was written by Shelley Kaletsky, and again, beautiful photography and inf- interesting information. It does take for granted millions of years. It says most uh, most of the average rock that makes up Missouri caves are between 300 to 500 million years old. Well, we don't agree with that, but it's interesting nonetheless to read the article, and we're going to kind of reflect on that briefly in our time together today. Missouri uh, is the cave state because of the number of caves we have. Now we're second to the state of Tennessee. Tennessee has over 10,000 natural caves. Missouri has more than 7,500 caves. Uh, And I live down in Jefferson County, Missouri. We have a number of caves here, but there are even more caves further south and southwest in Missouri. And this article talks about them. Very fascinating. But we want to go to, particularly in our short time, here is the fact that in our caves in Missouri, as in caves in other parts of the world, sometimes deep inside where it's always dark, you can find creatures living there that are especially adapted to living in total darkness, including blind and colorless fish. And so sometimes this kind of thing is pointed to as proof of evolution, but it's not evolution at all. It's proof of God's wonderful design. So if our listeners are interested in this subject, uh, you can go to answersingenesis.org in the search field type blind cavefish. And they have a number of articles there. Some of them are very scholarly and go into great detail as to uh, how fish in caves are blind. Uh, but there's also, uh, just as the uh, Conservation Department has a publication just for children, so Answers in Genesis also has kids' answers. And so if you don't mind, I'm going to read a short article that explains this in simple terms. That works for me. It's from July of 2018. 
And uh, the article says, scientists keep finding, quote, evolution in action, end of quote, that clearly is not evolution at all, but sophisticated design. The latest example is blind cavefish. Eyes and the brain power to operate them drain energy. But energy is limited in lightless caves where it would be better applied to other senses. What keeps fish in caves from growing eyes? In 2013... Researchers found that cave environments inhibit a protein in cavefish embryos, reducing eye growth. But that's not all. A new study uh, reveals that they also trigger cellular machinery to add chemical tags called methyl groups that turn off genes for growing eyes. So cavefish go blind, but their DNA may not change. Then if the fish leave the cave, their eye-growing genes are reactivated and their offspring develop eyes. It's not one-way evolution, but the creator's complex design that allows fish to do their part to fill the waters as he commanded, whether in caves or above ground. See Genesis 122, and Genesis 122 uh, is where uh, God says, let the waters swarm with living creatures and let the birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the great sea creatures and every living creature that moves with which the waters swarm according to their kinds and every winged bird according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. So, and God commanded them to be fruitful and multiply, to fill the waters in the seas, and so forth. So again, God's good creation back in the beginning and making everything uh, reproduce after his own kind includes uh, the ability for fish that, uh, when they're... Um, in waters that are are exposed to sunlight, have eyes that see, but when they are isolated in populations that are subterranean, in caves where it's always dark, they uh, have a mechanism to lose their sight and their pigmentation as well, but instead have senses in their skin along their sides that are very sensitive to things like salinity, water pressure, water temperature, and things like this, so they can navigate, they can find their food there in that environment, which is just the way God designed them to be. And it doesn't take millions of years for this to happen, by the way, when within one generation, if the fish go into the cave, they can become blind. And if you take them out of the cave within one generation, they have their eyes restored to them. So again, as part of God's wonderful creation, God's wonderful design, it's not a matter of evolution at all. Right. And you said it's in their DNA. So it's in God's creation of that DNA to do that. And like you said, one generation to either gain or lose eyesight, depending on which way you're going in or out of the cave. So that's very interesting. Fascinating stuff. And again, the Missouri Conservationist Magazine, we can commend to people just realizing that it's, it's not from a creation point of view. And then again, uh, AnswersInGenesis.org has lots of articles on this subject of blind cavefish. Yeah, so when you read those types of magazines, and not just for the Missouri, but other magazines, other scientific reports, when you have questions, Answers in Genesis is the, is the perfect place to go for those answers. It's a great resource uh, from our Christian friends there at Answers in Genesis. Yeah. Would you like to lead us in the prayer as we wrap up today's segment? I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for the wonders that you have shown around us in the world that you created, including fish, whether with sight or without sight, above uh, the, in the daylight as well as in the darkness of caves. 
Help us, O Lord, to give thanks to you for all that you have done in creating the world around us, but especially for giving us our eyes, our ears, and all our members, and still preserving them, so that we may give thanks to you, our Creator and our Redeemer, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for being on the program. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at kfuo.org.